That's why she always outsmarted the killer in the big chase scene at the end. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Uh, have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no no! Big no! Sex equals yes. death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin, it's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer here, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! Oh! You see, you push the laws and you end up dead. Welcome to South Philly's only podcast with your hosts, Marky Mark and Tony Nicky Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now on the mark. And we are coming to you live from Skyfall Studios, right here in gorgeous South Philadelphia. It's been a little while, folks, but welcome to episode 9 of On the Mark, the Halloween World Series edition. We're uh, thrilled to have you listening, whether you're at work, in your car, at the gym, laying around your house. Thank you. I have my esteemed colleague and co-host, Tony Nicky Jr. in studio with me, along with my producer, the very talented Benny the Bear Jew Spielberg. What does that look like to you? It's Man Bear Pig. I told you it was real. Man, I gotta say, folks, I love Halloween. I love Halloween movies. I enjoy this time of the year. The fall's a beautiful time. World Series baseball, NFL football. We got the NBA kicking off tonight. Tony, I know you're loving every second of it, Tone. Uh, this is a special night, man. My man LeBron, you know me. I bet big money on him year after year. This guy's special. I still say he's the best one ever to do it. Love they got their ring tonight. Cleveland! This is for you! Special night for Cleveland. Indians look good through three innings. I mean, it's a great time of year. Great time of year. Absolutely. This is special. And uh, Kevin Durant making his awaited debut here with the Warriors. So it's a pretty big night in the NBA. Yeah, man. Need that under 66 and a half wins out of Golden State. And how about having The Undertaker? The Cavs brought in The cool. Undertaker cool. into the stadium. Love that. Birdman was all about it. Yeah, love that. Gave Kevin Love a uh, WWF championship belt. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, and folks, tonight we got our own NBA superstar coming in. Russ Westbrook, Russell Westwolf, currently at uh, the beautiful Sugar House Casino over there on Delaware Avenue. But he's going to be stopping by the studio later on tonight to talk about this upcoming season and his nasty, nasty breakup with Kevin Durant. Tony, week uh, week six in the NFL was uh, was an interesting one at that. How'd you do? How are you doing with these games? How's everything looking for you? Yeah, man, it was a good weekend, Mark. I've had five or six winning weeks, but needed a good one this Sunday. Uh, two Sundays ago, Green Bay smoked me all over the place. Monster teasers, parlays, uh, when they got outright beat, but... Nice Sunday this weekend, all over that Eagles game, man. You could tell by that spread, only laying the two and a half. Minnesota was going to struggle, and Schwartz knows Sam Bradford, and he really showed that. They, that defense looked phenomenal on yeah. Sunday. They beat the hell out of them. They really did. They really no, did. Nice. And then uh, pair that with uh, big money on those Oakland Raiders, getting no respect. I know it's cross country. I know it's 10 a.m., but those Jaguars are a mess. Raiders are a uh, force to be yeah. reckoned with. Absolutely, Tony, and we're... Uh... You know me, that's my team, so I'm thrilled about that. And uh, it's an exciting time, long, long overdue. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Again, to baseball here, this World Series. Cubbies, surprisingly, 
You know, I, I don't know. You, you're going to tell me. Are they favored to win this? Yeah, uh, almost 2-1 to one on your money. A little over that. Because, Minus 205. Because all the major sports writers, and I shouldn't say all, but I'm seeing a high percentage of sports writers like the Indians to win this series. Yeah, which, this which is, is surprising. Team. It, it is. I, I, I want to say this Cubs team is special, but they are very young. When you get into that 6th, 7th inning with Cleveland, game is over with uh, Miller and Allen. And yeah, yeah. That. But home field advantage, can't forget about that either, man. The All-Star game went to the AL, so Cleveland getting four to seven at home. Yeah, that's wild. And you know what? I, I never I never envisioned, I never looked at the Cubs as a perennial loser. I was talking to Benny uh, about this a little bit early, earlier before we got on the air, but uh, I never looked at them as a perennial loser. Uh, I looked at the Phillies in the '90s as more of a perennial loser. Sure, I, I used to look at the as the at the Royals as a perennial Definitely. loser. Uh, maybe even the Astros a little bit. The Expos. Um, I never really saw the Cubs as a perennial loser, and I think they're trying to not trying. I mean, most people, I guess, feel like they are. No, I I, I gotta agree with you though, there, Marky. You had the '90s. You had the Sosa runs, which makes them yeah, relevant. Right. Then you had the Prior Wood comes up, which right. makes them relevant. Right. Zambrano got exciting. So I, I do agree with that. They're not at that bottom of the barrel. I would even say the Indians are a team that for a while you just yeah. think of as horrible. Right, right. The Mariners, kind of a little bit of a yeah. Had that hundred win season, but, but I, yeah, I, long for time the most ago. part. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, they're a team that, you know, they had Griffey and uh, Randy Johnson, Jay Buhner, Edgar Martinez. Not a whole lot to uh, show for. Them. That's a cool yeah, team. Yeah. Unit. That's a cool squad. Never even got to the World Series. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Pretty, you know, you take that kind of talent, you think you're going to at least win the pennant once. Yeah, you think, but it's a crapshoot, these playoffs. It's a man. long season. It really is. It's a long season. I uh, I got I must say I must say that suit you have on is beautiful. Hi mom, what do you think? You look like a gangster. Ah, thank You're you. Like that. Always dressed to the nines. Don't? Actually, just picked this one up, man. It's gorgeous. Yeah, got it fitted about two weeks ago. Just picked it up. These custom-made suits aren't cheap. This solid gold pocket watch. Three people died making this watch. You know what I mean? You dressed you like to the nines to get that sixty-nine. From all those pretty ladies. From the pretty ones, right? Yeah, I had dinner <laughs> earlier tonight. That's now why did, I whipped this suit out. Now I had to hit hit you with a 69 reference because did you hear Gronkowski's press conference Sunday after the game? I didn't. You're going to have to refresh me. Benny, play that clip for us. That's epic. Or I got 69 touchdowns, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you know what I mean, baby. A reporter asked him, uh, you got 68 touchdowns, uh, blah, 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 looking to break the record. And apparently the 69th one's going to break the record. So he said to the female reporter, you know what I'm talking about, baby. And she was like the only one in the room that laughed. But that was the coolest part about it because she was down. Like she, she was laughed. Into it, right. She wasn't a feminist movement. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, that's what's cool, man. Yeah. And that's how we all get along. Because, you know, I'm not here to talk politics, but I'm a little sick to my stomach that Hillary Clinton is the next president. That's it's it's brutal. guaranteed. It's brutal. it's coming. We're gonna in November eighth. So it's a guarantee. She's the next president. It's a done deal. Whether it's fixed or not, I don't know. Uh, we're not gonna talk about it, folks. We're not gonna talk about it. There's no right and there's no wrong. Uh, you can never please any everybody. Uh, nobody has all the answers. Nobody put in office is the miracle worker. So. Fuck it. We're not talking politics Truth here. Truth be told, I went on a rant in the last episode of Betty Scratch the episode. Yeah, That's folks. why it's been too long. All right, so, let, let's uh, put it out there, we'll folks. We'll put it out there. There's an archived, there. there's an archived on the mark episode uh, that was put together about two and a half to three weeks ago. People within our circle are referring to it as the lost episode. And uh, we had a uh, politically inspired episode where it we, almost broke up the whole show. Yeah, sure. Sure, and we, uh, you know, we took it to uh, to a new level, a serious level, because we discussed Trump and Hillary on, on a wholesale level, and uh, we paid tribute to the late great Jose Fernandez and Arnie Palmer. But like I said, that's the lo lost episode, and maybe we'll, you know, eventually release some uh, outtakes from that episode, possibly. See if any of the forecasts. Benji's rolling his eyes again. Okay, it's it's lost, folks. It's gone. It's gone. 
Somebody's doing a bad job. It's corruption. It's massive corruption. It's massive incompetence. And the people are really being treated like third class right, citizens. The shit, you know? Yeah. Unbelievable. Um... Well, we're here. We're doing our thing, folks. We've got a great show lined up. Russ Westbrook, as soon as he gets off that table at the Sugar House Casino, he'll be coming through, and we got a whole lot of shit to talk to you about. Benny, please, serenade us into the break. I took a pill in Ibiza To show Avicii I was cool And when I finally got sober Felt ten years older But fuck it, it was something to do I'm living out in L.A. I drive a sports car just to prove Big baller cause I made a million dollars and I spend it on girls and shoes But you don't wanna be high like me Never really know why like me You don't ever wanna step off that roller coaster and be all alone And you don't wanna ride the bus like this Never know who to trust like this You don't wanna be stuck up on that station Stuck up on that station and Oh, I know A sad soul Sad souls, darling. Oh, I know. Or sad souls, sad souls. You are now on the mark with the Russell Westbrook, a podcast, your host, Marky Mark. Love that song, Ben. Good choice. Good choice, Bear Jew. Benny, I can't lie to you. You, you really may have a, an up-and-coming career in the music industry. In fact, we're going to reach back out to the, to the legendary DJ Johnny Luch and have you guys talk, uh, talk music industry, talk music business, and talk top-tier talent, because that's what you are, Ben. Folks, it's been a while, and, and, and let me tell you something. I think of you guys as, as VIP listeners. You know, we don't have the, the same type of listening group that other podcasts and radio shows across the globe have. We have a VIP. Yeah, they're the best, man. We have a VIP listening group. As Tony and Nikki just said, you're the best, and we look forward to growing with you. With that being said, after our couple-week layoff, I come back to you guys as a changed man. <laughs> Tony, stop. <laughs> Tony, stop laughing. <coughs> Tony, don't laugh. I come back to you guys and gals as a changed man. Betty knew he was going here. All right. A hurt man. I missed the rehearsal. A different man. No longer will I reside in the middle ground on hot topics. No longer will I be the open-minded, accepting person. I will now take hard stances on topics I feel strongly about, and I will defend them to the death. Do not expect a whole lot of more friendliness out of me. Boy. That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. What's this mean? Your balls dropped? It's uh, it's going to get a little more intense here at Skyfall Studios 
and on the road when we take our show on the road. Uh, so that's that's the warning. With that being said, I gotta thank longtime friend of the show and personal friend of mine, Vinny DiBiase, for the info that he sent my way pre-show during rehearsal. So Vinny, that's between me and you. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Folks, give Vinny a follow on Twitter. It's one of the best Twitter accounts you could come across if you're into the sports environment. That's at Vinny Debs. V-I-N-N-Y-D-E-E-B-S. Vin, we love you here at On The Mark. Anywho, my co-host has a major ailment. And it's <laughs> has him in unbelievable pain. And he's fighting through it. He has been complaining about this ingrown hair he has on his I leg. I made one mention of this hair. Since he walked in. One mention. Well now, it's, uh, well, now it's rubbing up against the pant leg. It's sore. Tony, you got to pop that motherfucker. And then you got to hit it with a hot compress. A scolding hot compress. Brand yourself. You get a, a wash rag. You run it under scolding hot water. As hot as you can bear. Okay. You wring it a little bit. And then you brand it up against the ingrown hair. Post popping. You got to pop that motherfucker, Tom. You got to open it up first. You got to get surgical on that motherfucker. Man, that's bad, Benny. That's bad. It's sore, man. I don't even know if a hospital visit's out of the question at this point. I mean, that's some grotesque shit, man. We'll make it out. We'll make it out. We always do. Uh, And look, as I said, our VIP listeners, we're not looking to make you guys sick. This is the Halloween episode, though. So a little bit of blood, guts, and gore can't scare you off. That has to be too, too expected. Folks, bottom of the sixth in Cleveland. As the Cleveland Windians are up 3-0 over... The Chicago Cubbies. John Lester still on the mound, but the bullpen is going. Pretty uh, pretty special scene out in Cleveland uh, tonight for uh, game one of the series. And uh, you know the Indians fans are uh, fired up right now. But a lot of game left. A lot of series left. But a good start, nonetheless, if you're a Windians supporter. No clue what's going on with the Cavs game. Frankly, Tony, I don't care at all. I could give two fucks about the NBA tonight. Double digits after three. The NBA regular season this time of the year is unbelievably worthless to me. I'm telling you that right now. New hard stance, folks. No more bullshit. This part of the NBA season is absolutely fucking worthless to me, Tony. One that all what matters when? In June. <laughs> Seriously. Once once I heard Ben Simmons isn't playing, possibly out for the year, which I'm not saying is the wrong decision, uh, I lost all interest in the beginning of this NBA season. Well, I got to bet on it, Marky. Flyers. As, as Tony's celebrating a uh, Flyers goal. That tied the game of three times? Yeah, we're sending this thing to overtime, baby. Oh. Got a point. And, Need that point. And there's the other thing, folks. Regular season hockey. Absolutely fucking worthless. These are important, man. Just some unwatchable shit. Folks, I implore you, do not waste your time watching regular season hockey or basketball if you have the opportunity to do something that helps you. Three Flyers goals and a third to tie it. (laughs) One with 256 (laughs) left, the other with, uh, what is this? 151 left. As I'm telling it's horrible. As I'm telling our VIP listeners, as I'm telling our VIP listeners, he's giving updates. I am. Folks, I'm gonna let him know what happened. If you can make your life he's better. He's taking stupid stances now. That's what I got this week. No, I wasn't here for the rehearsal. I come in and now I hear you're taking stupid stances. Go to the gym, read a book, go have a cup of coffee at your local cafe. Don't watch that Flyers game. Don't watch that October Flyers game, that November Sixers game. Make yourself better. 
Don't worry about them. They'll be on the next night. Get the score on Twitter later. Don't worry about them. Marky, you could do all three of those things with the game on in the background. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even realize that. You're absolutely right. Look, if you're watching the game as you're running on the treadmill, if you're watching the game as you're making out with a pretty lady out of the corner of your eye, then it's okay. Other than that, if your night is just you sitting alone watching the game, I don't sign off on it anymore, folks. This is not a dress rehearsal. We only have one life to live. Don't waste it watching other adults play a game. What do you want to do, Marky? Give me a workout. Give me a night out. Go to work out during the day. Give me a You're off during the day right now. Give me a workout with a pretty lady. Give me a business meeting with top radio and TV execs. They do that nine to five. (laughs) he's got all the answers folks he's got all the answers the legendary tony nicky jr keep watching you might learn something folks that's good all right tone let me get you off of sports real quick and and that may be mission impossible but uh what's your favorite part about the fall what's what's your favorite part about halloween The, the holiday itself what's your favorite part about halloween tone the horse the whores. The whores. What, the whores their, come out on Halloween. In, in their costumes? Yeah, you know, they wear nothing. Yeah. These fucking girls. I'll tell you what. I, I, look, I, I enjoy the more wittier, like, funnier, comical costumes. Of course. Me too. Of course. But yeah, they don't they don't hold back, man. You get the, 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 the slutty, what, pirate. Name it. The slutty, what. They'll make anything slutty. Slutty blank. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They'll make, like, a puppy slutty. Yeah, it's... Yeah, right? They'll find the way that word yeah, they go. Yeah, it's, yeah, right. Yeah, you enjoy that, huh? I, you know, I'll look. I, I peek. Will you go out Halloween weekend? Will you go out this weekend and, 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 and go on the cunt hunt? Is that what we're doing this weekend? You tell me. Will you hunt for cunt this weekend? Yeah, that's what you want to do. I'll go out for well, a weekend. Well, you said you like the whores. It's, I like well, to pay, look. You, do you, but do you pay for them Halloween weekend? No. You won't pay Halloween I don't, weekend. I'm not a big payer for the whore, man. In general? In general. Okay. I'm, I'm above that. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That's probably a good thing. I'd say so. I think I'm doing well enough. That's another example to of Tony it. Nicky hedging his bets, right, Ben? Yeah, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So your favorite thing about Halloween is the is the, is the whores, the ladies. Yeah, hey, what do you like? Scary movies. Okay. I'm not what, a big scary movie guy. What's your favorite scary movie, Tone? I was into the Saw series. Okay, a lot of people were. I thought it was good. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, good. Yeah, man. yeah. Everyone's got a twist at the end. Yeah. That guy Jigsaw, man. That, guy, that son of a bitch. He's got to figure it out. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, he does. He was good. They're actually pretty good. They're good, man. I, uh, I, I, He's I'll, four or five steps ahead of you, that guy. I'll yeah, tell you always. what. Always. Always. All the time. <laughs> I'm a scream guy. Scream. I know what you did last summer. Of course, I got a certain level of respect for Mike Myers and and Jason Voorhees. Yeah, just off the top of my head, that's where I'm at with that. Remember all those wacky, scary movies that were coming out in the 90s, though? Or late 80s? All the screams and no, all the... They, they yeah, I know they what you did wa- last summer. No, they weren't wacky. They're, they're the two of the best ever made. I'm talking about, like, the Leprechaun one, the Killer Snowman. Do I don't remember even know. these movies? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Benny, do you remember these movies? I remember the Leprechaun one you're talking about, kind of the snowman. I'm right. not a scary movie guy, though. Go- wasn't there? You a- don't like being startled. Wasn't there uh, a Goblins one? <laughs> he, he doesn't like being startled. Who does like being startled? Well, I'd say specifically he doesn't. I mean, that's, that's part. Why he doesn't like the movie. That's part of the reason why Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer are my two favorite scary movies because they're not overly scary. It's also something of a teen movie slash mystery slash comedy. In fact, true scary movies at their inception were designed to have comedy and other types of material in it. So the audience, the flow of emotion amongst the audience changes. So when shit gets shocking in the movie, you're really shocked because just maybe two minutes ago you were laughing. No, that's out of balance and the audience can connect. I mean, this is theater 101, but, you know, the guy's out, he's had a tough road to become a naturalist, yeah. break down the aesthetic distance. 
All right. You yeah, know what well, I mean? It's, so, not, it's not for me. I'm with the bear, Jew. I don't like it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, and, and that brings me to my next point. Truly, what is the point of paying to be scared? Whether it's a horror movie, whether it's a roller coaster, whether it's that ride in Vegas, that 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 thing that goes halfway off the building and then comes back where you swing around the top mm-hmm. of the building. What is the point? Of paying to be scared. I mean, you, you take a broad to a, see a movie on a Saturday night in this day and age, it costs you $60, $70. Yeah, it's not. I'll tell you what. I, I've never been a fear kind of person. It's not my thing. Haunted houses, that's stupid to me. The hay rides. Right. I'm not, I'm six, not a roller coaster I'm guy I'm not 16 either, years old. You. I'm not going to a haunted house. I'm not 15 anymore. Nah, I'm good on that. Back when I was younger in high school, go away to get a girl out with you. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. You throw something stupid like that out there. And, and, and here's the other thing, uh, Mr. Tony Nicky Jr. I'm not, I'm not 13 years old anymore. I'm not dressing up for Halloween. Of course not. Tony Nicky doesn't dress up for Halloween. Of course but not. you know, a lot of guys thoroughly enjoy it. I don't. Do they enjoy it, or is that a ploy to get with the get with the horse? I think it's a ploy. Oh, Benny's yeah, uh, nodded his head. Yes, Benny nods his head. Yes, I think they genuinely enjoy it because you have to genuinely enjoy it to dress yourself up in a type of way. I don't. Maybe or paint your face. Some of them. Or whatever you may do. People invest big money in making their own costumes. You'd be fucking shocked. I think that's a chick thing to do, Marky, to make well, their own costumes. It, it, sometimes it's a couple's thing. Well, again, well, you understand now we're what back, I'm getting at? And and then, well, now and we're then back get, to what I'm saying. This you, is all for... For the punani. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a point. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, I guess if your girl saying, hey, we got to get dressed up for Halloween, you, I want to get dressed up for Halloween, you're going to try to make her happy. It's not a huge sacrifice. Of course. So if one of your Playboy bunnies say, said, Mr. Nicky, I love you so much. Let's get dressed up this Halloween and hit the town. And you like her, Tone, and you're into her, and you want to keep her happy. Are you doing it, Tony Nicky Jr.? I tell her I want to be a gangster for Halloween. <laughs> and what does she say? You could never be a gangster? No, I dress in the exact same suit that I'm fucking wearing. <laughs> As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I know I'd go I swear to God, folks, you're our VIP listeners, and I cannot lie to you. This suit Mr. Nicky has on tonight, it's a... Uh, it's big time. He, he He's dressed to the nines, folks. Yeah, just got this box score slid over my way. Man, those Cavs put a hurting on the Knicks, Tone. Ah, uh, crushed it, man. One by 30-something. Those, Cavs very good again. Those Fugazi Knicks, they suck. That's a Fugazi. How do you know it's a Fugazi? You looked at it for two seconds. What? It's a fake. Yeah, I know what a Fugazi is. <laughs> I don't believe you either, man. I mean, D Rose spent the entire offseason in a civil courtroom. He's so washed up. Noah's hurt. Noah's, Noah's still hurt. <laughs> Rose has been in a civil court the entire offseason. Noah's washed up and broken down. Mello is a loser. I've said that forever. <laughs> He's a fat I've said slob. that since Denver. He's a loser. And people. People rub that Syracuse championship in my face. You know what I call a loser? I don't want to hear it. The guy hasn't done a damn thing in the NBA. Jesus. Never won a playoff series. No, it's hard. Oh, he's such a joke, man. It's that horrible. Whole that franchise. Knicks team. Poor it's, Phil. It's, Phil should have left his legacy where it oh, was, Oh, it's embarrassing. It really is. I mean, D. Rose calling them a dream team type of thing. Oh, year. my God. A it's a matter house. of time until he's a top three point guard in the league again. <laughs> it's pathetic, man. It's horrible, man. And that Jagoff Noah not going to dinner with the military guys because he's anti-war. Uh, right, you get know, the hell. Gee, you, you could be I, in the that, military and be anti-war, technically. I, it, you know what I mean? Unbelievable <laughs> shit like it, that. It's just so ignorant. I can't even it, deal with it. It's just man. so fucking ignorant, and it's just another hundred reasons to not give two fucks about that shitty Knicks team. Uh, well, they're horrible, man. They're a 500 team again. If they make the playoffs, if they're lucky. they'll get swept by somebody. I don't know who it is, but they'll get swept. I mean, the NBA, other than your top-tier teams, is a joke. Yeah. Let's call and, it and what look, it is. And look, folks, tonight's World Series night. Tonight's the Halloween on the mark, episode 9 night. I'm not wasting too much time talking about the NBA opening night. For me, it, it truly means nothing. But uh, Tony has uh, 
his betting interests and whatnot. Under 66 and a half, man. And of course, once uh, once our dear friend, uh, the great Russell Westbrook gets the skyfall, we'll uh, we'll talk more about it with him as well. Uh, hopefully he's winning over there, Tone. Hopefully he's stacking the chips up over at the beautiful Sugar House Casino sure right here well. in Philadelphia on Delaware Avenue. I hear he plays well. That's what I've heard, too. He's good at it, actually, in a poker room. In fact, now that I think about it, you know, because keep in mind, I had a hell of a weekend. I'm a little bit uh, mentally worn down, but it just hit me. Last summer, uh, when I was out in fabulous Las Vegas with friend of the show, Joey Stacks, who do we link up with but Russ Westbrook? Really? At Encore Beach Club. Did a thing out there. Yeah. Had some uh, daytime drinks. Party was rocking. Steve uh, Angelo was DJing. However the fuck you say his name. Fantastic worldwide DJ. Fantastic house DJ. No, he he's had, good. No, he, he's no, really he, good. He, had the he throws thing, a great party. He had the thing going on. Well, and, and he's a top, top of paid course, global yeah, DJ. Yeah, of course. He had it going on. Um, but yeah, had some drinks with Russ. In fact, he he picked up Joey Stacks, picked him up over his head, almost like a bench press, shoulder like a press. Clean. Yeah, like yeah, a like, yeah, like that kind of thing. Him. And threw him into the pool. Cannonball! <laughs> Snatched yeah. Joey in the pool. Joey's pants fell down. Yeah, it was uh, unbelievable. It must have looked yeah. like a real jackass. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the booze and God knows what else Stax was doing out there. Oh, well, <laughs> you I can't know, imagine. Because you know, he's, I, realistically, I, in a situation like that, he's taking whatever he could get on street. Whatever he could get his hands on, man. Yeah, man, sure. He's raiding that medicine cabinet. Sure, man. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, man, Westbrook had to bounce out of there early. Because, you know, guys, they don't they don't close the bar down. Guys of his caliber, they don't close the club nah, down. they're there early. Guys like me and Joey Stacks close it the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, you guys are And we look to pick up whatever scraps we can find. Whatever scraps Westbrook. <laughs> whatever. Because he's whatever, bagging the hot ones whatever, at 11.30. fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round yeah. draft picks are left. Undrafted You're free bagging, agents. Man. No, oh, I hear yeah. you. You're yeah. begging. You're begging. You know, a lot of guys will get on their knees for marriage. I get on my knees and I just ask for one night. I just asked for 20 minutes. I'll get on a knee and ask for that. Yeah, yeah. You need them really, yeah. uh, oh, you know. Well, I got to close the bar. Let's say that. And that's why I struggle in Vegas, man, because I don't leave those pool parties early. No, you're there until 6 in the morning. I close those motherfuckers down. No, they close at like 7 in the afternoon. I close those motherfuckers down. Piss Drunk, cockeyed, drunk. Do you get a nap in before you go out for the night? You of cannot. No, no because it's you. It's not even possible. I'm right. I, <laughs> See, I don't get. I, I try to stay with it down if there. If you man. take the nap, you're either one not going to wake up, or two you're going to wake up with a migraine headache. You're going still like a first timer every time. You every go. time I go. Ah, that's a, yeah, man. And I did the same thing. I do the same thing every Sunday right here, folks, in beautiful Philadelphia. I do the same thing every Sunday during these Raider games. You're close to alcoholic level. Yeah, point. man. I'm like... Uh, I mean, you're blacking out, and you're not hurting at all the next day. I know. You can't ready No stomach or mental game. issues. Yeah. Or headaches. No, no, you no, know. no. Your body's adapted yeah. to Yeah. That. And I'm talking... Good th- for you, man. This past Sunday, I, I started off 1245, Three Bloody Marys. Then I transitioned to Coors, the banquet beer. Ah, the original. Then I got my buddy buying me shots of Jaeger, which I I fucking hate Jaeger. I don't like it. Shots of Jaeger. Then a dear friend of mine hands me a snifter of uh, Carvassier. What's up, son? Now I'm drinking Carvassier, the banquet beer. This is not I'm, a joke. I'm get, I'm I swear to God. Now hold, now hold on. Now hold on. Then I take a few people back to my house and I crack open the Frank Sinatra, Sinatra Select Jack Daniels. I'm drinking that. 
And, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm watching the highlights, talking jive, having a good time. And then I said, folks, I, I, I got to crack this. I got to let you guys taste this. This is some shit my cousin sent me from Italy. You know, like lemoncello, orange sure, cello. love it. This is cantaloupe cello. <laughs> that I drank that up, and it was chilled up. Wow! And they're going How was nuts. That? I oh, bet that was the aroma alone. I bet. I the bet. aroma alone. Because those lemoncellos oh, are great. Oh, uh, we were going nuts. Oh wow! I started drinking at twelve forty-five in the afternoon. Now it's damn near four in the morning. My hand to God, I swear on my life, folks. I don't do drugs. I don't do any other What's type, this consider? Any illegal substances. I did not eat one fucking thing all day. I did not eat a pretzel, a mozzarella stick, a nacho, a buffalo wing, Nothing. a slice of pizza, Nothing. a cheesesteak. Any Nothing. water? Yes, did have water. But that's important. That's just but, to survive. But, but, You're but not like some people say, I'll have a water after every drink. No, I had no. a water after every like seven drinks. And not one anything, huh? Do you eat breakfast I with the Bloody Marys? No, nothing. I almost had a Belvita before I went over there. Those breakfast biscuits will save your Belvitas. life. They'll but, save but your I, life. I did it. I did it. I didn't eat one thing that entire day. That's unbelievable. And man. I drank all that. And I didn't throw up. No stomach issues. You're an alcoholic. I don't know what guy. Celebrating those wins. Those Raider wins, man. I get you throw it. That's You're what got me through it. Man. A weekend alcoholic? A social alcoholic? I don't, I don't know what We got to get a, I don't know a, a psychiatrist in here. We got to get a, some medical expertise in here. That could get scary. That's dangerous. But you know what? We also need to get the break. So let's do that right now. Benny, please hit the music. To On The Mark with the New York Yankees, the podcast, Marky Mark and Tony, Nicky Jr. I'll tell you what, folks, if you haven't tried this new Talente ice cream yet, you got to get to the stores immediately and try this gelato out. Gelato, sorbetto, it's it's phenomenal. Whatever you want to call it, this stuff is phenomenal. And you know what the plus is? It's good for everybody. It's your vegetarian option. It's your kosher option. You're gluten-free, HFCS-free. These guys do it all. Try Talente, folks. A bunch of flavors. The Tahitian vanilla beans, my go-to. I do a Mediterranean mint. like the mint. They're good over there, man. Try Talente. Better ingredients makes your spoon happy. Yeah, man, that Talente, that's, uh, that's some good shit, Tone. Thanks for that. Thank you, Talente. Tito Francona and the boys. 3 nothing. Top of the eighth. Runners on the corners and two outs. So the Cubs make a little bit of a push here. Still a lot of game left. Baseball's a funny game, folks. Cubs and Indians battling in a way. Game one of the World Series in Cleveland. Well, big spot for Schwarber as the tying run at the plate tone. What do you think he does here? Fuck him. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, some unfortunate news, folks. Just caught word from Russell Westbrook's agent that uh, apparently he caught a heater over there at Sugar House, and he ain't budging. He will not be at Skyfall tonight. No, he's not leaving, Tone. Did you get that text, too? Yeah, well, my buddy texted me. Yeah, he's uh, he's up what about eleven hundred on a one-two no limit table. Eleven hundred. Well, it must be a casual night for him. Not not looking to put yeah, too much on the line. Leave, Jeez, one-two I... table for an NBA star. Man, that's almost unheard of. 
they have good games over there. Yeah, sure. It's Maybe competitive. The other, yeah. You're talking about Philly's finest poker players, folk. I mean, these are some real, real guys serious about their hold'em. Studied up on the game. Like our friend Joe DiBello. God, he's got a library full of poker books. He does, man. It's helped in them books, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He studies away. Yeah. He studies away. And that brings us to one of our favorite segments of the show. Mark the date. Write that down. I, I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. Friend of the show. The legendary. Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith. Happy birthday, Chad. Benny, how old is he now? We're, we're, Tony, did you, did you have the assistant send the send a gift basket his way, a birthday basket and card his way? You told Benny to do that. Benny, did you did you have the assistants do that? Yeah, I had them send it, and he's 55. Mark. Happy 55th, Chad. Many people know Chad Smith for being a Will Ferrell lookalike. I'm serious. That could be a stunt double. That could be a twin. That could be a a, a, a brother. I mean. It, it, it's actually, it's uncanny. It's creepy a little Yeah, bit, it's, it's uncanny. I mean, like, you're going to take a rocker, and he's going to look identical to a comedian. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, so friggin' random. And then, an inspiration of mine and an inspiration to this show. The legendary Pablo Picasso. Today was his birthday. He did good work. Man. He did good work, didn't he, Tony? He was a real talent. Yeah, he's a, he was. He was an up-and-comer for a while. There, there's a Pablo Picasso quote that I absolutely love. Benny, read, read that beautiful quote I wrote on the chalkboard earlier, but rattle off a few of the others that I that I put down on the table, too. All right, well, some of the other ones that you jotted down were, uh, it takes a long time to become young. Okay, okay, I think that makes sense to a lot of people. Tony, does that make sense to you? It takes a long time to become young? Yeah, does that make sense to you, Tony? No, it makes sense. All right, all right, Benny, go to the next one. It's crazy. All right, then you got, uh... Computers are useless. They can only give you answers. Computers are useless, folks. They can only give you answers. Isn't that all we're looking for, Marky? Hey, this is the legendary Pablo Picasso. You're right. I'm not going to question you, it. You know what I mean? We have learned a lot in the last... How long has it been? 5,000 years? You can't question Pablo Picasso. No. Go on, Benny. What's the other one? All right. Well, the one that you originally wanted, Marky, was good artists copy, great artists steal. Yep. If you ain't cheating, folks, you ain't trying. No, well, I mean, and I, I I support the hell out of that with you. You Marky. know, I'm a Pablo Picasso guy. There you have it, folks. Mark the date. Boy, I love that mark the date tone. It's a good segment. You've had a lot of success with it. New piece of furniture here, folks, that uh, Pablo Picasso himself may have actually appreciated. Influenced. Or, yeah, and, and he kind of did influence it. Folks, I got a new coffee table in here that is an exact replica of the original Nintendo controller. I saw that. Just carved into wood and painted properly, you know, to match the colorway. Mm -hmm. It's funky. That's a special coffee table, isn't it, Tom? It's funky. Let's call it what it is. Brought me back. Have you ever seen a coffee table that cool in your entire life? I'm a little more fancy kind of guy. See, okay, okay. See, this is like a contemporary kind of thing, a modern art kind of thing. I thought it belonged in a frat house. Really? A little bit. Wow, I'm a little bit insulted. I bet. Should we, should we have Serge get it out of here after uh, after tonight's show? Sell it on the black market? It kind of made me think of uh, I would take shots on there. Kind of got me in a party mood. You don't want to have parties with that coffee table now. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe this Halloween weekend we'll have a few of the broads back over here after the uh, after the club scene, and we'll line up the shots on my Nintendo controller coffee table. I like that. I like that. They'll be dressed. And frankly, Tone, I have to thank our sponsors, Shade Forty Five, for that coffee table. They they help us out everywhere. They man. help us out anywhere they can, and. Uh, we're seeing eye to eye with them, folks. It's been a beautiful business venture so far with uh, many more successes to come. That's for sure. With that being said, Benny, why don't you take us to break? And when we get back, folks, more on the mark with Tony Nicky Jr. and Marquis Mark.
You are now on the mark with the anti-hero himself, your host, Marky Mark. New Tinder match tone. I don't know what that is. It's this dating app. We've told you now, me, Marissa Brunella. I got it. I got it. We've told you a few times. I got a new match tone. Let me look. I mean, you're talking about a buxom. That's a dude. Voluptuous. That's a dude. That's awesome. That's a dude. That's a man. No, the brown one the with brown, the hair. Right, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a, a guy. guy. That's, that's Shiloh's friend, Carmen, right? Yeah, Carmen. Transsexual. Implants? Yes. Blonde. Bombshell. Benny, that's a dude. Those eyebrows oh, are Benny, drawn on. Oh, Benny, come on. That's a great piece of ass, ain't that, it, Ben? Those eyebrows are drawn on. Oh, uh, Benny, that's grade A. I want to see him scroll. Filet mignon. Let me look at him scrolling. Funny enough, Facebook suggested we should be friends the other day. Are you serious? I swear to God. Okay, it makes sense. I got I got a substantial amount of mutual friends with her. I mean, Benny, she looks like she takes it right in the ass, Ben. That's a guy. Hi, Jake. Captain. Can I ask you a question? Why is it every time I tell a guy they can put it wherever they want, they always stick it in my ass? Oh, damn. She takes it in the ass, doesn't she? Sure does. That's a guy. Tony, does she take it in the ass? I think it's a guy. (laughs) In which case, she would have to take it in the ass. So, Tony, you're saying you wouldn't fuck her with her dick? No, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. (laughs) And, folks, I say that with all due respect. I got nothing but respect for these these ladies out here. Put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. We're just having a little bit of fun here at Skyfall. We like to do that. Now... I told you guys, you're my VIP listeners. I'd do anything for you. I appreciate the hell out of you. All of yous. But as I said, also, I'm a changed man. I'm a different kind of man now. And I challenge any one of you gutless cowards out there to debate me in any topic, any time, anywhere. I'm the young Skip Bayless. I'm the young Colin Coward. The man to beat me haven't been born yet. Challenge me, folks. Reach out to me. Compete with me. Try to get on my level. Two things I really like to do, and that's whoop ass and look good, and I'm, I'm doing one of them right now. And... Tone, I'm feeling like the heavyweight champ of the podcast world. If this was a different time, I would invade his favela on horseback and kill anyone that was not fit to walk. But we are in a new time. So I'll whoop his ass in July. I think he's lost his damn mind. <laughs> I'm telling you, this hangover's been bad. It's changing. I think you lost This it. is a mental hangover. It's not a physical hangover. This is a mental, mental hangover huh? I'm going through. I'm scared of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a changed man. I think, I think it'll last the, I think it'll last about 72 hours. <laughs> As I said, I love our VIP listeners. I do. I love them to death. I'm I'm looking to accept a challenge, though. You understand what I'm talking about? So, folks, what what I'm trying to tell you is we're going to have a new segment to the show now where we're going to have you beautiful people call in, and you're going to debate me on any topic of your choosing or possibly my producer's choosing. We'll see where that goes. We'll have some fun with it. Tony, how about you? You think you could debate me in, in certain topics? What do you think? I think it'd be a cakewalk, Marky. You, you think our listeners would like to hear us debate certain topics? I don't know. We'll have to ask them. We'll see when they call in. Well, who cares? Should we do it or not? If you want to do it, I'll do it. Find shit that we don't agree on. That's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have Benny we'll, take we'll one We'll have our hash outs on air. We have some We'll have Benny outs. take one of those social media polls. So you guys are disagreeing about whether you <laughs> can disagree? <laughs> Good. So technically, Tom, what Benny's saying is the debate's already started. I guess so. Well, what do you mean you guess? No, we'll find when you real have shit to debate. To we'll find real When you shit have to, to debate, do. there's no guessing. You take it the one side or the other. When I have something to really debate on, I'll crush it, Mark. I'll leave you right I, the fuck here. Let me find out you fucked up. I'll leave you wherever I find you. I think you need to read the book, The Art of War. Because that's the type of knowledge you need to debate me. This guy's lost his damn mind this week, Benny. He has <laughs> lost his goddamn mind. You know what's making me lose my damn mind? You keep putting on this stupid 
fucking uh I got the Warriors, Warriors under. game. I got the Warriors under 66 and a half he wins. Leave the World Series on. I need a loss. <laughs> God. It won't make or break you. Every loss counts. Yeah. 66 uh, 66 and 16? Yeah. Yeah, if I wake up them needing to go 66 and 15, I feel good. They got the Spurs tonight. This is a losable game for them. Sure, of course it is. Down 10, late second, I feel all right. I'm a Spurs guy before a Warriors guy. And in the regular season, they get them. Oh, yeah. They might get them in the playoffs this year. I'm I've, not guaranteeing a Cavs I've always, I've always been a, a Spurs guy. In fact, talking about perennial losers, I always felt like the Warriors were perennial yeah, losers. Yeah, definitely. My whole entire life. You were stunned the Baron Davis year. Clippers, perennial losers. Baron Davis got the Mavs as the eighth seed. I think it was the Mavs. Clippers, perennial losers. Of course. Detroit Lions, perennial losers. Yes. Um... Round and round we go. Yeah. You know, Jaguars actually kind of perennial losers. Yeah, even though they've oddly only not been around long, but yeah. they were very good in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, for enough. sure. Uh, Texans, perennial losers. Yeah. Not been around long, but... I always thought the Bengals were kind of like perennial losers definitely. until recently. Definitely. And they still haven't won a playoff game, so... They were even losers with Marvin Lewis for a while. Right. Absolutely, they were. You know, he's mediocre. got an unbelievably long leash. Probably the longest leash we've seen for a head coach in modern-day NFL history. Yeah. yeah, Them and the Steelers. Right. Yeah. Rooney's are very, very... You know, you have Cowher, you have Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. I, um... And, that, you know, that's a whole other topic because I'm not a Mike Tomlin guy. I think he just reaped the benefits of uh, strong organizational structure, a franchise quarterback, inheriting just a ton of talent on both sides like of the Tomlin ball. I a lot, man. Yeah, but no, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. I'm not a Tomlin guy. Hey, we could debate it. I don't know if that's worthy enough of the debate. Steelers are still a pretty good team. A lot of people like them in the AFC this Tomlin's year. Tomlin's done very well, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say one ring's good enough. And there's something to be said for that. He's certainly not a bad head coach. I just don't. Uh, I just don't view him as top tier. Like the Cubs, I don't view Mike Tomlin as a perennial loser. But I don't view. I think Tomlin's you know. pretty good. But maybe the Steelers do give guys long leashes. I agree. Wow, three run home run by Cleveland, six nothing. Game. game one is in the books, folks. As the Cleveland Windians do it again, three run home run in the bottom of the eighth. By a very, very unlikely World Series hero, as you hear my co-host in the background saying, Perez did it again. That's two big hits. Two big hits. Wow, that's special, man. You didn't even know if he... he there's a guy that you didn't even know if he'd be on this team at midseason. Who's that in the dugout with blonde hair just like me? Is that Lindor? No. He looks like a jackass, too, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Told you, man, it's in style. Not many guys can pull that off, Tone. I don't know any of them that are pulling it off. OBJ. Me. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. I was shell-shocked the first time I seen it. I know you were. A lot of people were. Yeah. A lot of people really admitted to truly liking it. They're just making you feel good. I don't know, Tone, because I'm getting laid, man. You ain't got no ass in a couple weeks at least. <laughs> You don't know that. You're chartering jets to each side of the fucking country. You're all over the place. I got minus 350 odds that you ain't got that <laughs> touched in a month. <laughs> At least. Oh, man. Nah, but is the hair working out for you? Forget about the hair. Forget about, would, forget about I thought the, you were going to go, no, no. Because that would be hilarious. Forget, no, forget no. about the hair tone. The hair doesn't win you or lose you a championship, you know what I mean? The hair is just a just another piece of the puzzle. It's not the Look good, you play the, good. It's not the face of the franchise. It's all about the face of the franchise. That's hey, how you, you can wear a hat. That's how you win. You know what that you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man. And the words out of your mouth, that's the play calling. How you play the game with them. I got the face. I got the franchise face. And I got the play calling. Don't you talk to me about play calling. <laughs> I got the Don't you talk to Tony Nicky about how Maybe to play calling. Maybe you're my offensive coordinator, huh? I'm Bobby Bowden over uh, there. Okay, I've done this for a Bobby long Bowden. time. Bobby Bowden. Betty, was Bobby I've done this Bowden for a even a good play time. caller? I've he done this like for a long time. I've won coach. a lot of titles. Yeah, Bobby Bowden. I have an old Bowden. school mentality. 
He picks a coach. I've won a lot I don't of even it. know if he really I called the coach. plays. I picked the coach who had the biggest win total in college football I, history for a while. I don't know if he ever called the I plays. I think he still has it. You couldn't have come up with like a better name. That's a great name. Bob Bowden's a phenomenal coach. Had the record at Division One like, for a while. Paterno Tony, got it, of course, but you know he it, mean he's also letting kids get raped in the shower. It, Tony, let's not go there. I mean, yeah. if you said Josh McDaniels, that might have made more sense. I'm not going to name an offensive coordinator. I'm going to name a guy that's been around the block. That's one national championship. Fucking John Gruden would have made more sense. He's too young. I'm experienced. I'm Bobby Bowden. I've been around Bobby the game. Bobby Bowden, isn't he dead? No, he's uh, he was at a Trump <laughs> rally he... yesterday. In <laughs> Florida. In Florida. In yeah, Florida. You know what? You're right. I know. Yeah, in fact, Trump was in Naples, and then he was, uh, he's been all Florida over. Florida was going nuts for yeah, Bowden. rallying for Trump. Some, he got some, he swung some votes. <laughs> Bobby Bowden down there. Now I'm starting to see the comparison, Benny. Who's crazier tonight, me or him? Who's crazier tonight, Benny, me or Tony Nicky? Definitely you, Odell. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I agree. You've lost your goddamn mind. Benny, remember who negotiated this contract with Shade 45 for you? You did it before that hair, dude. That would have lost us everything. <laughs> Those contracts are side barky. <laughs> <laughs> That's my producer, folks. Benny the Bear Jew Spielberg. This ain't the NFL. <laughs> Now, this is a better product than the NFL. A little thing I think our listeners might want to hear about a documentary we have coming up. The On The Mark documentary. A little bit of behind-the-scenes look, folks. I haven't signed down to this yet. Just so you know. I think you're, you're, you're uh, yeah, going well, early. Well, you know, and, and that's okay because it's going to catch us in different settings, not just in the studio. So, you know. We know you're a busy guy, and our listeners know you're a busy guy. But we're going to give you guys a little bit of a behind-the-scenes peek at uh, everything that goes on here at On The Mark. And um, I think you're going to find it pretty interesting. Some unexpected stuff, some weird shit. It's going to be a fun one. So be on the lookout for that, of course. I mean, look, folks, I'd be lying to you if I told you there wasn't cameras all over Skyfall right now. Get in all this footage. Will it make the final cut? Not necessarily, but who knows? We, uh, we're collecting the footage. We're piecing together the interviews. We still have to, you know, make sure we could get an interview with Tony Nicky Jr., that mysterious figure that he is. And um, if we can get that, I think that would really complete the documentary tone. So talk to your people about it. See, you know, where it can fall in line and how we can make it happen. My people will talk to your people. See what happens. Okay. We've, we've been in this stance before, so we'll uh, we'll make it out. Benny, why don't you take us to break, and when we get back, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up episode nine of On the Mark, the World Series Halloween edition. Take me higher than I've ever been before. I'm holding it back, just wanna shout out, keep me warm. You're just a hideaway, you're just a feeling. You let my heart escape beyond the meaning. Don't even I can find a way to stop the storm. Oh, baby, it's out of my control what's going on. But you're just a chance I take to keep on dreaming. You're just another day that keeps me breathing. Baby, I love the way that things have been shown. Baby, don't stop me. Hide away with me some more. with the Al Capone of podcast, your host, Marky Mark. We had a lot of fun tonight, though. We always do. We had a lot of fun tonight, though, specifically with these games, doing this show with our VIP listeners and our and our producer. But I got to tell you, I hope we could do another one. Why is that one? Well, the other night, Tone, I had a near-death experience. What do you mean, near-death experience? I went out with a chick, all right? 
tacos, margaritas kind of deal. You know that nice weather we were having. Sure, sure. And uh, we hop in the Uber at the end of the night. It was a beautiful night, so the windows mm-hmm. were down. We had to be in the Uber, and, I don't know, got down half the block. Ten seconds in the Uber. A ball of ice, a snowball. A snow, a snow ball. Yeah, it's I don't, beautiful. I, I know, it must have been from like a kitchen. Somebody could have thrown it from... A snowball. A, yeah, a ball of crushed up ice that was the size of a, a... Bigger than a fist, almost. Okay. This fucking thing comes... <laughs> I can't even visualize Flying this. into the car, whizzes past my face, and I'm just like, what? Like, I had no clue what happened, and boom! explodes on her head. No. In, in, impact, instant impact. The ball of ice explodes. She's what in shock. Heck? She doesn't know what happened. And all I'm thinking is like, what if that was like a, a beer can or soda can or a bullet or or anything else besides a snowball, a snowball. in 85 degree weather? Uh, yeah, I, it's unbelievable. Like, you can't make this shit up. And like- It we, went through the window? No, it didn't break the glass. The windows were down. Right, because it's it nice, nice now. Yeah. I'm thinking snowball. I'm losing my mind. Like, and I, the entire ride, I couldn't digest what happened. I couldn't understand what just happened. You guys are sitting there in dead silence. The yeah, a little bit ride. drunk, just like chilling, half tired, half drunk, half like whatever, half ready to wrap up the night. Did you make sure she was okay? Did you even ask? Oh, yeah. I'm going, Jesus Christ, what the fuck So happened? you kind of asked. You know, I was upset. I was a little freaked out by sure. it. She, she sounded like she, she handled it. Her, yeah, she handled it all right. Well. Yeah, she wasn't in tears or anything. We, it, too, you were too shocked. You were too... Folks, I can't make this shit up, folks. I can't lie to you. I couldn't make this up if I wanted to. Just let that sink in. We're in the back of an Uber. 85 degrees in a summer. Gorgeous time. night. It's not the summer anymore, Tone. It was warm. It was warm <laughs> it was those summer-like few days. summer-like weather. It was warm them few days. And this fucking snowball comes firing in. I still don't understand and how the snowball me. didn't melt. Right? And misses me and hits her. You think it was targeted for you? I don't know. Yeah, it could have been an assassination attempt. Interesting. You gotta watch your back. Me, the Uber driver. His name was DeAnthony. DeAnthony Johnson. Hell of an Uber driver. We were in shock. We couldn't understand what happened. You know, long story short, the night ended. You know, no hospital visits. Thank God. You know, this, that, and the other. But uh, could have been a real thing. It could have been a. Re- what if that was a, a can? What if that was a anything but a, a snowball. snowball where who the hell knows where that came from i don't understand how they got it it's well, 95 degrees out there maybe they maybe they went picnicking earlier and had a cooler and the ice melted and it was crushed ice and they made it into a snowball i don't know and they were walking down the street yeah. they said this will be funny they were drunk that's what i assumed maybe they're one of these sick fucks that in the winter time Make snowballs and put it in their freezer for yeah. a nice day. Yeah, these sickos. These Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton freaks. Had to be a liberal. Had to be a liberal. Wasn't a very conservative thing to do. To me, it sounds like terrorism, domestic terrorism. You could go there. I could go there. You I could, could also go, go racism. Yeah, you could go there. Let's take Everyone else does. Why the hell not? Yeah, right. Right. Why the hell not? So all that's in play, folks. But I will say, crisis averted. She's okay. I'm okay. D. Anthony's okay. Perfect. And uh, the Uber ride cost me $28. Then the night, and I went to, you know, those surge rates. You know, Benny, those surge fares? Yeah, sure. I, I, I caught a four-time surge fare for some reason. Something was going on. And uh, it cost me big money for a short ride. But folks, it doesn't cost you big money to listen to On The Mark, and we thank you for tuning in again, Episode 9, the World Series Edition. And of course, we have to thank our network syndicate, Shade45, for making this show free for all our wonderful VIP listeners. But as I look on the wall, gang, and I see that clock, 
it tells me that we've finally reached the bewitching hour. So for all of us here at Skyfall Studios, my co-host Tony Nicky Jr., and my esteemed producer, Benny the Bear Juice Spielberg, good night, cruel world. I used to is on the mark service announcement. Please do not miss next week's highly anticipated episode.